Welcome to the Thunder Underground Podcast. This is episode 88. My name is Trent. I'm joined by Jason. How are you? I'm great. Great. I'm greatly great. Greatly great. Yep. Because... It's episode 88. Oh, I get it. See what I did there? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I couldn't think of something that rhymed. Don't hate. I don't know. Nah, I I, I got it. I got got it. it. Okay, cool. Cool. (laughs) Well, one of the reasons this is great is because Richie Cavalier is back. Yes. On our podcast. Yep. We had him on quite a while back, and he made a return for episode 88 because Insight came through Tulsa the other day as the kickoff show before they went on his tour with Tanger Rival- Cavalry. Nice. I think I'm saying that right. Yeah, yeah. Tanger. You know, I've listened to this band a little. They're cool. We kind of mentioned that. They're a little different, you know. Cool. So it's cool that Insight's out on his tour with them. And Yep. We, anyway. got, uh, we got Richie Cavalier part two. Yes. So that's going to happen for you here in just a bit. We're going to talk about some insight and then get into that conversation with Richie. But before we do, we're going to talk about a few other things. Let's do it. First off, speaking of Cavalera, Max and Igor are playing Oklahoma City here in tomorrow. Yes. Diamond Ballroom. And this is kind of one of those dream tours. Yeah, you, you kind know? of got to go to this one. Yeah. It's like, you know, Max and Igor have already been touring together again because the last few years because of Cavalera Conspiracy. Yes. But they're doing Roots in its entirety. This is called The Return to Roots. And I think, you know, after that they play a few of the, you know, non-Roots songs that everybody knows and loves. Of course. So this is really cool that if you get a chance, if this is coming to your area, they've done a lot of festival shows with it. And, of course, the tour now. It's one not to be missed. That's right. Because... Roots is an amazing album. Yes, it is. And uh, it's definitely one of those you'd want to hear played live all the way through. Yeah. And uh, you don't really know if this is going to happen again. So yeah, it's it's going to be amazing. Yep. And Mark Rizzo's been playing these songs. Well, not all of them, but the songs they do play live for years. Yep. And he's a badass. You know, he's with three of uh, Max's bands now, I guess, if you include this as a separate band from Cavalier Conspiracy. That's right. And the guy can play anything. Yeah. So this is this is definitely going to be badass. And to yeah. hear Cutthroat live, going to be great. Radamahatta. <laughs> you know, that's has never pulled out. And I know I'm like in a minority, I think, when I bring that song up. Yeah. But it's just those drums on that are just so badass. No, that was, that was one of the songs, you know, when I first got that record. That one stood out to me big time. Yeah. You know, just because it was so different. Yeah. You know, and it, those, like I said, the drumming just stands out. Exactly. You know, Igor has always been one of those guys that any song, his drumming stands out because it's so unique. Mm hmm. So definitely can't wait for this. That's right. So I'm, I assume episode 89, you might hear us talk a little bit about. Yeah. About how amazing that show was. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> That's well, right. There's also this weekend in Tulsa, if you're in the Tulsa area, is. Fist of Rage and Crane Technique. Yes. Out of Fist of Rage out of Tulsa, Crane Technique out of Joplin. They're playing Billy and Renee's. Get out there and check both these bands out. They're both great live bands. We've talked about them countless times. Yeah. Finally saw Crane Technique a few weeks ago. They definitely they definitely bring the heaviness live as they do, you know, on their recorded stuff. And Fist of Rage we've talked about numerous times. Oh, yeah. They're a band built for the live stage. They're all great. Showman, show and show woman, I should yes. say, and just a great band, you know. So just if you're anywhere near Tulsa, be at Billy Renee's September twenty fourth. That's right. That's right. Uh, we're gonna be there, and 
and if you and if you're there and we're there, make sure to come up, say hey. Uh, Trent will tell you how much he loves Tool. He'll go on like a 20 minute thing, and it'll be awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm not witty with my comebacks today. Sorry. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. That's why I'm gonna just yeah. hone in extra. Yeah. You know, if you're, you're defenseless, so yeah. watch out. If you're at Billy Renee's, come up. Jason will buy you a drink. That's there awesome. Thanks, fucker. It's on audio right yeah. there. Yeah, awesome. Well, <laughs> I deserve that one. Right. Well, just today, I say today, yesterday, <laughs> Glenn Hughes' new song dropped. Yes. He released this thing on iTunes and Spotify and all the normal markets, or whatever you call them, normal outlets, and it's called Heavy. Mm-hmm. And... I will say right off the bat that he he had made a statement here a few weeks ago saying this is the heaviest this album is the heaviest thing he's ever done. Yeah, I don't get that from this song because you know the Tony Iommi stuff was heavier, I think. Yeah, but that's just besides the point. But that was with Tony Iommi. Maybe yeah. it's just because this. Maybe he meant because maybe I mean his solo stuff. Maybe that's what. Yeah, he meant. I, and I mean it is pretty heavy in yeah. a way. I mean it. You know, it's kind of got the whole the soulful kind of thing that Glenn Hughes is always known for. But I mean there is. There is an extra weight to it, you know. There, it's yeah. it's pretty it's pretty pretty heavy. It's pretty uh ball swingy, yeah. <laughs> shall we say? And I mean, and that is that is said in the greatest fucking way possible. I mean, it's such a great record or a great song, excuse me. And I mean, it just uh, <laughs> it's like we've said a million times on this on this podcast, voice of God, yeah. And this is no different, people. The voice of rock, the voice yep. of God, the golden voice. Sorry, Robert Plant, the golden god. I said it. That's right. This guy is unbelievable and still, at the age of 65, is better than everybody you like. And at the age of 65, <laughs> is still criminally underrated, even exactly. though he's been a part of some huge things. Like, obviously, most notably yeah. Deep Purple in the early days. And he's still criminally underrated. You know, he was part of Black Sabbath. That album was great. He's yeah. part of... You know, the stuff I said with Tony Omi, those things are highly underrated and great. Yeah. And of course, Black Country Communion, Black Country Communion is highly underrated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. California I mean, Breed, you know, <laughs> slipped under people's radars. And it, it's, it, it, you know, and, it, and, and you know what, but at least we can take solace in the fact that we know them. <laughs> right. And, and it's, it's great to us. It's some yeah. of our favorite shit. Yeah. But yeah, like I mentioned, 65 years old and his voice is still unbelievable in this yeah. album. You know, I was definitely looking forward to it, and now after hearing this song, it's even more, I can't wait, you know, highly yeah. anticipated. It, it can definitely be put under the, the heavy soul umbrella. Yeah, there you go. You know, some bands use that. You can use that on this one. Yeah. And uh, what did you say, November 4th? Yeah. <clears throat> it's called Resonate. Nice. And I saw if you pre-order it, you get the heavy song, you know, sent to you for free. And that comes out two weeks before Metallica. Is it going to be better than Metallica's new album? <clears throat> no, it won't be. I believe it will be. I'm, I'm, oh, no, the, the, the album? Yeah, yeah, no, it will be. Oh, it okay. will be. And yeah, it's <laughs> funny you say that because I'm, I'm a huge Metallica fan, but right. I'll admit I'm probably going to pick uh, the new Anthrax record to be better than the Metallica record. Yeah. yeah that'll be my number one. Yeah. Because, I mean... You never know, they could floor us. Uh, they could, and it probably will, because I'm a huge Metallica fan, but, you know, let's just be honest. Yeah. You know, the new Anthrax record is better than that single. 
<laughs> anything. I mean, I mean, I mean, who knows? Yeah. I'm just talking out of my ass at this point, but you well, said no, I mean, it, so I'm going to talk about it. This is another year we can say, you know, there's been several, several great albums out this year. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got the Anthrax, when you're speaking thrash, Anthrax, Megadeth, Megadeth Death Angel all have phenomenal yeah. albums out. Yeah. You know, and then you've got the stuff from Amon Marth is great. Oh, um, yeah. I'm just, and, and, and it's, it's just one of those things. It's like, and that's where, that's where you can put your, your logic ahead of your fandom, where I can. Because, yes, uh, as a body of work and a whole, Metallica is my favorite band. But I'm pretty sure that I'm going to like For All Kings or Dystopia better than this new album. Yeah. Even though I'm going to crank the hell out of this new album. Yeah. But it's just like I just said, you know, you put the logic out there, speaks for itself. Yeah. But what if James Hetfield released this album comes out and his vocals are better than Glenn Hughes? That's not going to happen. Okay. Just wanted to hear you say it. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, I can say it. It's okay. I know. <laughs> Glenn Hughes, November 4th, or now just go to Spotify, listen to Heavy, and after you hear it, go, my God, this is amazing, then yeah. go to iTunes and buy it. That's right. We got off on a tangent there, didn't we? Yeah. <laughs> Shit. We love Glenn Hughes, and we love Anthrax, yeah. so there you go. It just makes us goofy. <laughs> well, another one we wanted to bring up is, a, it's been a few weeks now, but Corn has a new single out. I think yeah. they actually have a second one out now, now it comes out pretty soon. Yep. Rotting and, in vain, what do you think? Yeah. This is one, you know, we. This is probably the first time in 88 episodes that we've mentioned corn. You know, <laughs> yeah. and it's not a, saying that negative. You know, we've both liked them throughout the years, but it's a band that I know I kind of lost, not lost track of. I knew what they're doing, but I just kind of stopped paying attention. Yeah. And um, this brought me back. You know, yeah, based off of sure. what I've heard from Riding in Vain, it's pulled me back in enough to when the album comes out, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah. Because it's got everything, you know. It's got the that early that early sound, that groove, that you know, the the chunky whatever they call themselves, that new metal stuff. Yeah, the Jonathan Davis gibberish. <laughs> yeah, it but gets then into it, that. like it goes into like a little kind of a blast beat thing and some deathy vocals there yeah. for a few seconds and something new. And let's also not neglect to mention that there's no fucking dubstep involved in it, right? That's so the big it's, thing. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, wow, this is pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, it's got an extremely catchy chorus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, then he does the gibberish thing, and like you said, it gets heavier than I've ever heard him sound, yeah. at least. Yeah, that's right. So it's kind of exciting to hear something from these guys and think, you know, maybe they're back to being, yeah. you know, what they were. Who knows? You know, I mean, we saw them I mean, live at Rock Loom a few years ago, and they're good. Yeah. You know, they never stopped being good at what they do. Yeah. It's just the new stuff. Like I said, we don't need to hear Jonathan Davis, you know, doing gibberish over dubstep. No, we don't. And I, you know, I, 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 I balk a little bit at saying what they were because they've always been a top name. They've always been a big draw. Yeah. What they were to us. I guess yeah. But yeah, what they were to us is they're kind of getting back to what we liked more about them. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I can't, I didn't look up when that album's coming out, but I think it's in October. Okay. And, We'll have to look out for it. Yeah. Rotting in vain. It's cool. Check it out if you haven't. Another thing that you need to check out, which is not as big a name as Corn, is Evergrey. That's right. And that's sad because they should be. Yeah. You know, I guess other parts of the world, they probably are, but in America, <clears throat> they're not. And <clears throat> just like Glenn Hughes, I didn't mention earlier that Glenn Hughes is number one on my list of 
people I've never seen live. Yeah. And Evergrey is probably number two. Mm-hmm. You've seen him. Yeah, do we need to get into that? <clears throat> no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see him because of... I'll just say it because of stupidity. But okay. I just I mean, got there late, you know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. You got there late? Did you Did you, Did you? you go at all? Yeah. You did? Fuck, I can't even remember. That's so long ago. Yeah. That's like 10 years ago. They are opening for In Flames, them and In Nevermore. Yeah, it, oh, it was In Flames, Throwdown, Nevermore, and Evergrey. Yeah. And I saw all, I even saw Throwdown. <laughs> but anyways, Evergrey was amazing, just so you know. <clears throat> yeah, this new album, The Storm Within, came out a couple weeks ago. And it goes without saying that it's good. Yeah. Because Evergrey is one of those bands that live up to the hashtag all killer no filler thing. Yeah. There's never sure. I'm not exaggerating. This is one of those few bands that have countless albums that you could take all their albums, put every single song in a playlist and hit random and you're never gonna have to skip anything. Yeah. Like never. they are that exceptional <clears throat> all they, the time. They've got that blend of just being insanely stupefying musicians. I mean, they've got the heavy and they've got the melody. Yeah. And it's just what bands from that area of the world, Sweden and Norway and Finland, it's just what those bands are built on. They do it so well. Yeah. And I mean, everyone wants to talk about In Flames and, you know, Meshuggah and all this. And it's like, you got to throw Evergrey in there. You have to. Yeah. And maybe they just never hit bigger in America because those bands fall easier into the heavy metal category yeah. than Evergrey is because Evergrey is more... Um, I get if people want to call them a kind of power metal. Yeah. In a way, you they know. They have power metal tendencies, but they're yes. really not. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I kind of get if people want to do that, but, you know, it's like we had this conversation the other day. It, it, it To me, it's kind of a real avant-garde type kind of thing. Yeah. It's like art, you know? Yeah. It, it's it's like, what did I say? If, if metal put on a really fine tailored suit. <laughs> right. You know, it's like heavy metal for gentlemen. <laughs> And I, it's just, I, I don't know. I mean, that might sound stupid, but if you listen to this stuff, I think you'll know what I mean. And I'm not trying to say that as a knock. I mean, I mean, yeah. these guys are just phenomenal. Yeah, it gives you that same kind of feeling, like when you listen to a power metal band, or when you listen to like some of those Viking or folk metal bands, mm -hmm. where it's like real. It takes you somewhere, and you're thinking about yeah. flowing over the mountains like an eagle or something. Yes, it's, <laughs> but, then, it's, but then it brings you back to that. Yeah. Serious fucking heavy. And then just the vocals are phenomenal, but they're not power metal style vocals. And yeah. what that's what differentiates it for me from yeah. that. It's just, it's epic. It's European. It's global. And I mean, these guys are good at doing that. Yeah. And this new album, The Storm Within, has, I think it has a, two or three more slower songs than they mm -hmm. normally throw in there. But they're all well done, you know? And yeah. They've got a lot of piano driven stuff on those. And. It's just phenomenal stuff. You yeah, know? I mean, they're one of those bands, like I said, anything's good. So if you've never heard them, just pick the first thing you find and hit play. Yes. And you're going to get an idea. And I think if you like metal and you're not just, uh, what's the right word? An elitist. Yeah. Which Richie Cavalier brings up a little bit. Right? That's right. You That's know? right. Then you'll, you should dig this, right? Exactly. <laughs> well, speaking of Richie Cavalier. Insight was just here this past week. That's right. We went out there to the show, met Richie earlier, and 
started to rain a little bit. A little bit. But that didn't damper our, our no. parade? No, it doesn't stop the metal. No? No. Never. And, you know, luckily the rain held off towards the end, you know, when we cut it. Yeah. And, you know, we'd sprinkle a little bit, but Richie was a good sport. We stood out there and talked for a little bit and a few different things. So it was great to have him back on and talk about this stuff. And the new album, you know, has been out since last time we talked to him, Oppression. Yeah. And on the last one, we'd actually talked about, because they were in the process of, they just it, finished yeah. recording, I think, yeah. and all that. And So go back and check that out to hear some more of that kind of stuff. Okay. But this oppression, you know, just just great balls out fucking metal. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's just, and that's what you, I mean, it's just metal. Yeah. You can't really say anything else. Why would you want to? It's just, uh, it's in your face. I mean, and, and I think. You know, uh, Drew's in some amazing solos on this record, and it's just uh, really a step up for these guys. Yeah, and I mean, like you mentioned, you can't really say, I mean, you can, people like to categorize shit. Yeah, exactly. And the great thing about Insight is that if you say, hey, I just fucking love thrash, I'm like, well, you might, you're probably going to like Insight. Yeah. They say, well, I like groove metal. Well, you're probably going to like Insight. Yeah. You know, I like death metal. Well, you're probably going to like Insight. <laughs> you know, I like fucking classic metal. We'll give these guys a shot. You're probably going to like it. Yeah. They kind of just span right there in the middle, you know, to where they they hit all that shit. And it's just yeah. great, you know. And the title track's great. Stagnant's great. He talks about that. That's right. You know, I know that's your favorite. Yeah, that, that's the one that jumped out at me. Yeah. And he mentioned that. And that just tells you that, you know, they're doing stuff that's, you know, grabbing people. Yeah. And there's a track that, that we talk about with Jose... Mangan from Sirius, I Want It All, and it's a cover of the Queen classic. Okay, it's not. Oh, Lord. I just wanted to see your reaction. <laughs> <laughs> you got to you gotta quit scaring me like that, dude. <laughs> right. That's a great song. This whole thing's great. And like you said, they kind of, you know, I think each album's been a progression. You Definitely. Know? Every, every time they do something, it's just a little bit better. Yeah. You know, and every, you, know you go back to Up in Hell's great. All those songs, What the Fuck, False Flag, Up in Hell. <laughs> You know, and the slaughter yeah. from the earlier stuff. It's just, they're just a great fucking band, and they're intense live, and they just bring it all, and you just can't say enough about about it, you know? Yeah. So, you're here, you're listening to this, you're either already a fan, or you're just checking this out, so go pick up Oppression, crank it, and if you love metal, you're going to love it. Definitely. Well, we're thethunderunderground.com, I hadn't mentioned that yet. We've got tons of other stuff up on there from soundcloud.com backslash thunder-underground with all our previous stuff. You can email us at thethunderground at gmail.com if you want us to play a song or if you want us to review your album or if you want to buy a t-shirt and whatever. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, do all that stuff. Find us on Facebook, all that stuff as well. Well, let's just get into this right now. Richie Cavalera from Insight. last night in uh, Amarillo. Oh, okay. Yeah, just got some rest and fucking geared up. We knew we couldn't be here till late, so yeah. no reason I'm rushing and sit in the city. Yeah. Out, out, we stop at these, like, Flying J truck stops, man, and they're just, it's like home away from home perfect. You know, you got lounges, showers, 
yeah. over 24 hours. Yeah. Kind of do things. This uh, one band we talked to here, they they had Planet Fitness memberships oh, nice. for all over the country, so they could stop and go take sh- take oh, showers. Nice. I was like, that's not a bad idea. It sounds like my boys and uh, everybody panics. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. They do that yeah. kind of shit. <laughs> right on, fucking it. So this is the first show. Yeah. Before your tour kicks off tomorrow, like how how important are shows like this? Like it. Oh you man, get back in the groove and all that kind of. These thing. are massive. Like for us now, you know, we don't do so much uh, rehearsal practice before. You know, we do it on our own time in our own house. We all live in different areas now, different states and shit. So when we, you know, book a tour, we always like to have a show or two heading out there to, like you said, just get in the groove, get get the kinks worked out. You know, check the equipment. You know, man, we used to sit around and play a whole week. You know, back at home in Phoenix and rehearse and. You know, it never did anything for us. You know, we'd come out and it would still be like the first show, starting over, you know. So now we kind of learn that and we just kind of understand, like, the importance of, you know, having a cool show like this and play an hour set, you know, and then our shows on the tour, like, 40 minutes, you know, this is giving us a set extra head start, you know, to be on top of these guys when we show up. Yeah. Is there ever any... uh kinks or anything to work at. We were talking to Gumby from Battlecross a couple months ago and he said that the night the show the night before was his kickoff and he forgot lyrics to like two of the songs. <laughs> no, that's with me too, man. I mean, you know, you, you sing at home as much as you can, but, you know, remembering these words, is, it, it's tough sometimes, you know. You, you develop a catalog. I mean, we're at four albums now, so it's it's getting fun for me to remember that shit, but, you know, once you do these shows, you, you, you it just comes back to you like riding a bike. It's so weird. And, for us, it's, it's you know, checking the gear, man. That's the biggest thing. You know, we have a lot of, uh, you know, kind of uh, pedals and, you know, whatnot. So you want to make sure all that stuff's on point. Check your merchandise. Make sure everything counts are right and everything's good to go. So this is a great place for us, too. You know, it's probably our fifth time coming here in the last three years. So, you know, it's a great, great show for us always. And we know what to expect and, you know, how to, how to get ourselves right. Yeah. Well, speaking of the songs and stuff, like how many of the new songs are you guys putting in? Oh, man, we're almost playing the whole record. That's like, awesome. we, we, we really love that album. You know, the fans have shown that they're loving it, you know, so we, we feel that it, it's right for us to play, you know, as much of that as we, you know, can possibly put out. You know, so that's been a, a blast, man. And, you know, we, we did some tours earlier this year, so we were able to keep adding one, adding another, adding, a, you know, so literally on these headline shows, it's like six out of the ten songs. So, you know, you get you, you're you going to understand what oppression's about from the show. And that's what's cool for us, you know, playing old songs as well. You know, <laughs> we hit the, uh, you know, we hit the slaughter record. We hit all out war, you know, a lot from up in hell as well. So it's a. It's a good taste for people that haven't seen us to, you know, get into it. Those that have, you know, to catch a, a, a song favorite or two. So, very balanced all-around set list for sure. So, Oppression's so doing good. Everyone's liking it. Man, it like it's been out, you know, what five months, and yeah. it's already, you know, outselling the past three albums that have been out for three years plus, man. So, you know, I think a lot of it was just, you know, getting that right record label, yeah. giving them the time to develop as well, getting the distribution in place, things like that, and, you know, get the right PR companies on board, you know, and, and that just, you know, it took so much time. And finding an agent, man, we went, we've been through so many agents, you know, whether they, they quit or they just, you know, don't do anything, you know, 
agencies and you know getting your whole team on that end is very hard man so now i think it all just kind of came together for oppression and everything was able to do what it has you know what i think it should have been doing since the slaughter so it, it's killer man and it's still you know selling like crazy same numbers every week and you know usually after your album comes out it slows down and this one's just been consistent and so you know we're gonna make another video now and put out another video and you know keep this album rolling well, how do you how do you look at oppression now as opposed to when it came out or when you were making it? What's cool is you know I had a drive by myself from uh, California to Phoenix just the other day, and you know I, I put the record on you know just to kind of feel how it felt to me you know all these months later. And yeah. gosh, man, it, it, I'm so proud of that record. You know, uh, Steve Evitz was just what we needed. You know, like to bring our our group together. You know, like we have been. You know, playing for about three years, three and a half years, going on four with, you know, this lineup. And, you know, it's the most constant lineup we've had in this band. And I think that's showing. You know, I think you can tell by the live shows, by the material that's coming out. And, uh, you know, Oppression just really blew me away. It, it, it felt like the album that we, we had been wanting to make, you know, but just never could because we didn't have the this or that. So now to have like Drew who can bring this solo element into insight yeah. that we've never had, you know, I think that to me has always been something I've wanted in this band is to have solos. And, you know, now we can do that and really experiment with the guitar work. And, you know, Lennon, I think, is one of the top new metal drummers out there. Like, I think when people start to realize and see him live, they're going to feel how just the power the consistency you know is incredible and you know we got l up there doing backup vocals which we've never had you know so we we've just totally taken this growth with this album and just ran with it and that's been fun man and we've already started actually tinkering with the next one because you know drew's so excited because oppression he wrote about half of it so this is his first album to really write the whole thing and yeah. music wise and you know he, he's he, he brought something to us just yesterday man i'm floored so i'm excited it's gonna be a, a, a wicked thing, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, time I, time. oh sorry. No, I was listening the other day, and I mean, he's just soloing his ass off. That's just great, yeah. man. It, and it's cool because it, it, it's a different feel on his solos. You know, he comes from a very violinist background. You know, brought up on that. So his solos, I think, have a lot. They're they're stadium solos, is what I call them. And I told him when I heard him, I was like, man, that's a stadium solo. Like that's something you can play. Everybody in that place with the sound is gonna love it. You know. And, he doesn't over try things and make it ridiculous and you know he just does what's needed and i love that man and he's a wicked guitar player he's brought so much into this band you know we never had samples before now you know he's got this pedal that can make our intros run and things like that now so it's, it's adding a lot more into our live show and just totally taking everything off man that's what we love you considered adding solos in the live set to the songs that didn't have it or no, do you just we, want to keep it true to what they yeah, were? Yeah, we want okay. to keep those normal, you know. those. It, it's cool because I think then it gives you a mix. You don't want to hear 18 songs right. of just the same thing, you know. I think we, we love to have that consistency of you're going to get this badass metal, but it's always going to be different, whether this breakdown kicks your ass or these verses will kick your ass on this song or, you know, whatever it may be. So we, we like to have a good consistency, but throw the variables at you, you know, so you're not bored and want to see what's coming next type of deal you know we've added our spin you know because you know these guys didn't write a lot of those songs the earlier stuff so they've added their own flavor on it you know i didn't want them to be computers and play it to a t perfect i wanted them to do things that maybe were better and when you hear 
a lot of it is, man. It's cool because you know I think uh, the musicianship and the dedications here. So it's it's excelling everything as well. Right. We'll talk about you had Connor from All the Yeti yeah. and Jose Mangan yep. guest on this. Like, how did those come about? Were they something you approached them or yeah, man, you guys on both talked of them. about previously? Or? You know, I, I'm I'm big with the the bringing in collab kind of stuff. You know. My, my dad's huge on that and I think yeah. it kind of rubbed off on me a little bit where I, I've just always enjoyed hearing you know different artists doing that and I think that's so big in other genres you know and we don't do it as much as we should yeah. you know I, I think that's special for fans you know as well you know whether they're just elitist or not you know it's still cool to see and hear these things that you know we may not have anywhere else so for us when we had the chance we you know, we looked around to see, you know, what was working. And, you know, Connor was perfect for the song that we had, you know, written and perfect for the parts that were needed. He has this real Al Jorgensen vocal, me like real crazy sound and vocals. And I, I just, I dig it, man. So when this song came, you know, we, we had him, you know, nail it on there. And he just came in and smashed it, you know, and that, that was great. And when things just, they work right, you know, that that's when you know it was meant to be. And, you know, he's like, man, I didn't practice it. I didn't really hear it, but when he walked in, just nailed it. Jose was kind of a later add-on because, you know, we, we were, you know, trying to think of just some things to put on the record, like, a, you know, adding touches and whatnot. And, you know, we just uh, had talked to him, and he moved out to California, so he was right down the street from the studio. So at that point, it was a no-brainer to be like, hey, you know, let's get him involved and we'll see how much he wants to do. You know, I'd really just plan for him to do the heavy fucking metal scream of being, because that is, that's Jose, man. Like he has brought back metal in so many ways and so many new bands that people would never know about. Like, you know, and I always think of him when he signs on to Sirius, that scream he has. It's just, it's awesome, man. You know, you haven't felt something like that in metal in a long time, you know, maybe since like Ricky Rackman or whatever, but you know he he brought that in so i was like man bring that voice in here let's let's rage this out and he did that and it snowballed into you know him doing the choruses over the top which was awesome and you know now we look forward to just getting to play it with him yeah. and he do that live and get him to come out there and yell because have you know, they done it already no we've oh, never no, played okay. that one live you know we're, we're saving that for the the california yeah, jose okay. comes down yeah. show yeah we gotta gotta do it with him and make it legit right you know, but we we want to play that song because it's it's a thrasher. It's one of my favorite speedier ones of the album. So you know we'll just we'll see what happens. We'll change it up. Probably going in next year as far as set list goes. So give a new flavor out there. Yeah. Do you have a favorite track on the album, or is it one of those things where people say it's like a kid you can't pick? Man, or- mine mine would be stagnant <laughs> for sure. I think that song just yes. like on that record, it, it's the it, it it just it hits you, man. It, yeah. It's real big. It's it's different vibe, you know. The, I think the the patterns on the vocals are real exciting because they're, they're off the the droppy, which is fun, man. And it, you know, it's something for me to get to play around with a different uh, vocal approach, which was fun. And then, you know, obviously, you know, these guys killed it, man. The, the music that is on that song yeah. is just it, it's eerie and kind of wicked, and the chorus is just massive. And it, you know, I think you get in the right place, the right settings, it's gonna be fun for people to kind of chant, sing it with it. You know, I think it'll just uh, be one of those songs we end up playing probably for for the rest of our careers. You know, and yeah. it, it feels good to me, and I love it. So, you know, hopefully we're gonna try to get a video out for that song. You know, near the end of this year. So, keeping it rolling. How do you uh, 
you know, how do you, how do you decide what what voicing works best for this song, or what I want to I want to be more screamy here, more guttural there. Or, this know. one, you know, when Steve, you know, asked me, you know, what what were kind of my ideas on where I wanted the vocals to go, I I think my biggest thing was to not be monotonic feeling. You know, I think on some of the previous records, it may have gotten into that a little bit. You know, just maybe being rushed or you know not having the right guy behind the board. You know, per yeah. se. So when I think me and Steve got together, it was it was a big thing of making it it flow, making it feel depth. You know, the the spitting that you feel on the record and the you know all that new vibe that came in. So when we were like high low, how do you want to do that? He was just like. You know, we'll kind of just take it as the songs go. And, you know, we tried a lot of verses in a high pitch, and then we tried them in a low pitch, and, you know, played them back and got to feel what felt better. So we we just, we really had time on this record, man. It was always so rushed before. And, you know, this was the pace we needed, the the vibe we needed. So, you know, to be able to, like, sit down and actually hear stuff back was, like, a, a whole different experience for us. So he, he, he was a game changer, and... I think he he made the the lyrics and the vocals sound better than it's ever been, and you know that was a, a fun thing to do. I've always hated studios, and that was like the first time I was like excited to get in there every day because it was like the stuff we were trying, and you know really just kind of pushing me to. I, I learned more in that session than I've ever been taught before. Mm. Yeah, like that That's was it, it was killer. It was you know, like you said, the time you know that helps. That yeah, helps considerably, time. man. Like. Yeah. You know, I think that's a big thing about music. Like you asked, you know, what does it sound like a month for you there? You yeah. know, and I think that's why it sounded this still kick ass to me is because we, you know, had the time. So that that was good. Man. That was good. Well, I got a, a couple weeks ago. I saw something you posted where you said music's universal. I've said for so long the genre split in the U.S. needs to end. We need to bring fans of different styles together, not apart. Yeah, dude. And I thought that was great because that's, that's true. been evident for a long time. It's true. Like, how do you do that? I mean, this tour obviously is a good start. But. Yeah, I mean, we've been trying it ever since we started. You know, we we toured with Anal Nathrock. We've toured with Thirty Six Crazy Fists. We've toured with yeah. Spades and Blades. We've toured with you know these. Every band has been so different. So, you know, we're, we're definitely trying to make that happen but you know it ultimately just comes down to the people you know they're gonna grab what they like and that's the way it is you know but we try to just show people that hey you can like a lot more you know i listen to classic rock i'll listen to 90s like tupac and nwa i'll listen to bob marley reggae is huge on me right now you know i've been really getting into that i just think you you've got to be able to try different things in your life and you know hardcore is awesome I love that. I love black metal. I love, you know, like Sugar's new stuff that's coming out. And, you know, a, a lot of stuff out there that's so cool that people are missing out on. You know, and you go to Europe, you know, you got these festivals, man. There, There's Slayer, Alanis Morissette, and then like Limp Bizkit, and then Ramstein, you know. Yeah. And it's like, whoa. You know, that's five completely different bands. And these fans will circle pit to Slayer. And then they'll dance to Lance Morissette, and they won't leave. They'll watch all the bands and give them all the same kind of love. And you know, that's just—it's good to see that somewhere it's happening. So you know, it can happen here. You look at all the other genres, man. Like I said, they're all making songs together. They're touring together. They're doing everything they can. And you know, that's why they're all kicking our ass as far as sales and everything else goes. So I think 
once everybody else just kind of realized, hey, you know, we need to help each other, not fight each other. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you don't like my cement, that's cool, but, you know, check them out. You know, if you don't like, you know, Slayer or Slipknot or anybody, you know, still check them out. You know, it might touch a chord in you. So I've just been trying to let people understand that, man. Nice, nice. I was wondering, like, on Revenge and Swerves, you, your brother, your dad, your uncle, all four of you together, was that something that you guys had thrown around that idea for a long time and it finally came together? Or was that something he was making a song and asked you guys to come in? Yeah, no, they were just, uh, they were in the studio doing their album, and Max, you know, he just kind of comes up with crazy ideas throughout the whole recording process, I think, you know, so he, he, uh, called me up and was like hey you want to be on the record and I was like cool and didn't know anything about it showed up and then we were all there <laughs> kind of made it happen and, Damn. you know yeah and I think music's just like that it's the spontaneity of it is what you want you want to feel that you know I think that brings together some of the best things in music just random stuff that you know hits you and you, you just gotta go for it because you know if you didn't try it you don't know and I think once the song came together and Zeus put his hands on it 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 turned out real cool. Now we've been able to do it live, man, and that was a, a blast to be there with my brothers and my dad, and you know, just kind of raging a, a badass metal song. You know, that was cool. That was a cool experience, and those are things you never forget. You know, it's like when you go to the lake or something with your dad. This is yeah. this is my end of it. You know, it's, I, I get to go rock out. You know, so, yeah. uh, it's, it's special. You think that's something that'll happen again in the future, like collaboration with uh, everybody? We'll, we'll see. You know, I. I I was kind of thinking Max might kind of need to be on an Insight record, but I don't know yet. You know, we'll see how that plays itself out. But uh, we just kind of roll with it. You know, we're so busy right now doing our stuff, and he's so busy doing his, you know, 12 bands and, you know, everything he (laughs) does. And, you know, I think it's just kind of like if if it crosses paths again and works itself out, we'll do it. But right now it's just, it's you know, it's so busy right now. We're just focusing on staying on tour Playing, 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 man. Well, speaking of Max, you got a chance to see any of these Return to Roots shows? I have not. We we get to play with them in Phoenix for the oh, the God. Dana show, the twentieth annual Dana show. Uh, so that that I'm looking forward to actually because I, I haven't seen it. And you know, last time I saw them play Roots like that was you know, probably '95 or so, '96 yeah. or whatever. So been forever. So that'll be that'll be a blast. And then I think. Uh, you know, this is our last tour for the year with Insight, so I might go out to Europe for a couple weeks and do a like a merch run with them and just kind of enjoy seeing some shows of that before it you yeah. know, ends or whatever it may happen. So, yeah, I definitely want to check it. Yeah, we're actually going next Thursday. It's okay. coming Oklahoma it's City. Good, man. I, I would not miss that. I mean, I think, I think with Rizzo on guitar, you're going to get pretty much a reunion vibe, you yeah. know, yeah. if it was the original lineup or not playing it. So that's what will be cool. I think to see some of those songs that have like never been played is gonna be right. crazy. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for like ambush and cutthroat and stuff. So it's gonna be cool. Well, do you have uh, just speaking of all kinds of music? What's the favorite stuff that's come out this year? Oh man, there's been a lot of albums this year. I don't know if they put out a record, but one of my my favorite bands right now has been Lord Dying. Oh, they're yeah. they're yeah. so rad, man. We toured with them in the UK at the beginning of this year, and just we got to become good friends. And you know, they they just have that cool crowbar, but a little more energy vibe, and they just they're real cool. And Cancer Bats as well, man. Like I, I've been friends with them, you know, and 
kind of dug their music but wasn't too crazy on it and we got to tour with them and man they just they blew me away man their their live show energy their their passion for the fans or they're just uh they're a band that metalheads can get into because they they have that element into it and that would was something I didn't expect, man. Like, they are just a phenomenal group. And, you know, I think they just put out a new record, if not at the end of last year. So definitely check them out. Uh, what else have I been listening to new? It's probably most of the new stuff I've been jamming. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the new Deftones. I think that record's cool. They, you know, they pushed it into another world, which is always fun. And, you know, I've been digging on that. And, all Hell the Yeti's record I thought was really cool you know because I hadn't really heard a disc of them ever Yeah. so you know I toured with them heard them play all the time but to hear their music put down was really cool because they're, they're, they're a good band we saw we saw Lord Dying in a hotel conference room oh, with Anvil that, and that was that was insane they're amazing <laughs> and, and uh, Holy Grail too check them yeah, out yeah. man they, they they're more of the power metal vibe and I love that but man, they're they're incredible talents, man, and really just some of the coolest dudes. So definitely give them a shout out. Cool. Right well, you on. got a timetable on your album, or is that still just in the writing process for the next one? Yeah, oh, since man. that one just came out. I don't have you brought it up. I don't have, a, you I don't up, have so an idea of the title yet, but I've already <laughs> been thinking th- this might be the first concept album that we do. Oh wow! I don't know how deep into the concept it's gonna get, like you know, like some of these bands do, but. It might just all be kind of more unison of itself rather than anything we've done before. So we just kind of see it. Like I said, the music that I heard Drew present yesterday was absolutely—I'll quote it as saying—stomping. Nice. Very stomping. Like I, I was like, "Holy shit!" And another stadium solo in it, man. Like so, I, I was—I was blown away. I was blown away. Cool, man. Well, fucking we'll guys. Yeah, yeah. We appreciate Always, it. Man. Thank Always, you, man. man. There you go, Richard Cavalera from Insight. Awesome dude. Awesome to talk to him again. Thank you to him for taking the time to do that. Thank you to Denise from Adrenaline PR for setting that up for us. And like I said earlier, just check out Insight. You're going to fucking right. love it. Yeah, you will. And I mentioned a few times earlier, he, he was. this is his second time on. Go back to episode 31 if you want to hear some more from him. We get into all kinds of stuff about the previous albums and yeah. the new guys coming into the band. And I remember we talked about... Him growing up, he had some stories with, I think, about Ozzy, and mm-hmm. if I remember yeah. right. And, you know, just is a cool one. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Episode 31. Yeah. So, and speaking of that, soundcloud.com backslash thunder dash underground. All 87 other episodes are on there. If you like Insight, you probably like Battlecross. Battlecross. We've had Kyle Gunther, the vocalist from Battlecross, on here twice now as well. That's right. Both of those are good. We've had on Kirk Winstein twice. Yep. From Crowbar, Crowbar, and of course, you know him from Down as well. Of course. Reed Mullen from COC. We've had on Wino from The Obsessed. That's right. If you like your heavy, we've also had on Sid Falk from Overkill. Yeah. That was a two-part episode. That was, yeah. That was great. If you love Thrash, you love Overkill, you're going to love this one, I promise. Definitely. And we just get in all kinds of stuff. Warrant, we've got stuff from guys in Europe, Trickster, Frank Hannon band. Frank Hannon, you know, yeah. We go that route. And, of course, we've, we've had Miss May I, Ryan Neff from Miss May I, yeah. Murder FM, uh, Drowning Pool, Soil. Yes. 
you know, we, we kind of go all over the place. Chris Broderick. Yes, Chris The amazingly Broderick. talented Chris Broderick. That's right. The amazingly that talented Shooter Jennings. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> See? Right there, there's a span. <clears throat> yeah, we do, we do it all. Yeah. Rock, Southern Rock, Metal, whatever. We've had uh, Ian Moore on. Yeah. Uh, that was a good one. God, I mean, who else, you know? I mean, it just goes on and on. We're, we're, we're grateful. <laughs> Definitely. And like I mentioned this weekend, if you're in the Tulsa area, Fist Rage and Crane Technique, both of those bands have been on here as full full bands. Yes. Those yeah, those guys have been on there. Go look that one up. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do it. We appreciate it. BeatThunderUnderground.com is the website. Everything's housed on there, but you can also go to SoundCloud.com backslash Thunder-Underground. You can go to Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram are all The Thunder Underground. We're also on Periscope and we're on Twitter. And... Underground at gmail.com is where you send your love and your hate and your suggestions and your music and your money to buy t-shirts yes, t-shirts and, and koozies yeah yeah soon we'll have flasks and we'll have uh ladies thongs we're gonna have what we're gonna do is we're gonna have shirts that have like the thunder underground logo with eddie from iron maiden or the Thunder Underground logo with like the Los the, Angeles Dodgers, the, yeah, or or like the Milwaukee Bucks or something. And, hey, I'm from Motor Train. This is for and, you. Yeah, I'm from Motor Train. This is for you. <laughs> that's that's what we're gonna start doing. We're gonna do we're gonna do like a Thunder Underground <laughs> crossed with Motor Train crossed with the, the Montreal Panthers. Expos or something, right? <laughs> right. Let's do that. If you're a dad and you like metal, you'll like Motor Train. Yeah, and Thunder Underground. <laughs> At Dino's Bar and Grill. <laughs> right. That's what we're going to do. You guys think we're fucking around. It's happening. And if you don't know what you're talking about, just look through your Facebook feed and you're probably going to see some yep. s- stupid shirt for sale that has um, Michael Myers from Halloween over a New York Mets logo. Yes. And thinking, oh, you love these two things. We should put them together. That's right. Exactly. Look, I love Skittles and, and I love you know Don Cheadle, but I don't need a shirt that shows the two together. Exactly. Well, I mean... What about? I, I like Mr. Big and I like you know, uh, beautiful women, but I don't yeah. need a T-shirt that shows the two together. Well, they're doing a new one. They're gonna have they're gonna have Bill Murray from Caddyshack crossed with Great White, <laughs> and that could that could segue into <laughs> he turns laughing too much. You have a little shark, the shark logo from Great White popping out of a a gopher hole. Yeah, with to Bill get Murray, Bill right fucking Murray. Yeah. And you're going. I know where you're going. Yes. Episode 89 will feature Mark Kendall of Great White. Yes. See, there you go. We went just went from Richie Cavalera of Insight to Mark Kendall of Great White. That shows you our span that we're covering it all. We love if yeah. it's if it's if it's good, we like it. That's, That's pretty right. much the way to say it. And you know what? This Ump McCollum, we're coming for you. We want to we want to get you on this podcast to talk about these shirts and Motor Train because they kick ass. But are you yes. going to do the podcast where like? 30 minutes are about the t-shirts and then five minutes are about motor training? Yeah, hey, you never know. We could no. do 30, you know. <laughs> I'm just saying we would probably get off on that tangent. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, look Because I'm pissed a- now. Fuck, let's do another 20 minutes. Fuck it. There's actually, I don't know what episode number, but there's an episode where we just bitch about those shirts. Yeah, exactly. That was probably 20 episodes ago now. It's this episode, right? <laughs> Well, no, but I mean, there's a full, there's like a full yeah. segment of, oh, of us just talking about those shirts. Yep. It might have been Scattered Hamlet. I think it was that I'm episode. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. There's another band that's been on here twice. Go yes. look those up. Those are great. I exactly. promise you. You will love them. 
And in just one more random thing, I just saw Metallica is going to be on Jimmy Fallon next week. Yes, I can't wait. Or the Tonight Show, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I'm as giddy as a schoolgirl. So the question is, are they going to play Hardwired and bleep it out every? Nah, they'll segment? do something. They'll do Indians? something. I don't know what they'll do, but they can't do that because it just it's too much, too many, too many shits and too many fucks. Yeah. But surely they'll do something else. I don't know what. But you, I mean, they're Metallica. They don't have to do that kind of stuff to promote stuff. Yeah. So, but usually a band's going to play their new song, and if they're a big two band like that, till the fucking record comes out. That's true. I don't know. Big Weird. bands like that, though, they usually play more than one song. Yep. So they'll. It'll probably be Inner Sandman and yeah, for whom the bell tolls or something. Or wasting my hate. Well, then that would be great. <laughs> I will definitely YouTube that if that's what they do. That's right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think I, I think, think we, we gotta wind it down now. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks again to Richie Cavalera. Go check out the new Glenn Hughes song. And until next time. Thunder Underground, y'all.